Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Keep your hands on the wheel, but this is a great day to roll down the window and see if you can get your uh, left elbow a little bit sunburned. What a day in Pittsburgh, and this is the Drive at Five. Deshea Green choked back tears as she described the relief that she felt after hearing the two men who fatally shot her toddler had been found guilty. It had been just over a year since her young son died in a drive-by shooting in downtown Pittsburgh. The verdict brought some semblance of justice, but Green says still... The anger remains. After hearing the verdict of what was going to happen, it's a piece of relief, but I'm not going to heal ever. Ms. Green and other loved ones gathered at the Allegheny County Courthouse minutes after Marquez Anger, 23, and Londell Falconer, 26, were found guilty on homicide charges for the killing of the little boy who was shot while sitting in his car seat near one PPG place. The little boy's death sparked outrage occurring in the middle of the city on a holiday weekend, May 2022. The infant strapped into his car seat in the back of a Jeep Wrangler driven by his mother when the shots were fired. The boy was not the intended target police say police documents and testimony did not make it clear who was the intended target of the shooting Ms. green was downtown checking out a penthouse that she and her friends planned to use for a birthday party and had driven to fourth avenue near one ppg place when that shooting occurred downtown cameras did capture anger leaning out of the passenger side window of a jeep compass and shooting over the suv's roof toward the wrangler Bystanders could be seen running as anger allegedly fired more than a dozen times. Days of hazy gray skies due to smoke moving south from Canadian wildfires. Pittsburgh seeing its share of air quality alerts. It went from orange to red today. Code orange implies health concerns. Code red implies health concerns for not only sensitive groups, but the general public, too. Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection declared a code red air quality for fine particulate matter for the entire state of PA. This follows Tuesday's code orange from the DEP for 19 counties in the Commonwealth, including the greater Pittsburgh area as far away as Philadelphia causing unhealthy conditions for sensitive groups. The high pollen count on top of that, the smoke coming in from the Canada and the Allegheny County's high pollution rate mixed with the smoke from the wildfires, that's all contributed to the poor air quality, according to National Weather Service meteorologist Lee Hendricks here in Pittsburgh. After several people criticized the county's decision to close Smithfield Shelter in downtown Pittsburgh in late June, one Allegheny County Council member called for a public hearing to get more answers from administration, and her colleagues said, yep, we agree. At-large member Bethany Hallam made the recommendation at the council meeting to hold a hearing June 15th at 6 p.m. It will be in the gold room of the Allegheny County Courthouse. The unanimous vote was 14-0 with one member absent. The reality is we have many questions, said Ms. Hallam, those attending the meeting, many of whom criticized the county executive Rich Fitzgerald's decision to close Smithfield Shelter. We are not included in any plans about the decision to close the shelter. We were not given any heads up that this was about to be announced. A lot of us up here are having the same frustrations, and we want answers. At the beginning of the meeting, several residents did tell council members they were opposed to the closure of Smithfield. One of them 
said that as a community organizer with the Abolitionist Law Center in Pittsburgh, she said if Smithfield is closed, the clients it serves will have increased interactions with the local legal system and the Allegheny County Jail. It's frustrating that one person, the county executive, she says, has a power to unilaterally close a shelter without the input or decision-making by the county council. Mike Pence reaching out and starting to throw a few haymakers. Former vice president kicking off his bid for Republican presidential nomination Wednesday by accusing his two-time running mate, former President Donald Trump, of abandoning conservatism and standing against the Constitution on January 6th. When Donald Trump ran for president in 2016, he promised to govern as a conservative, and together we did just that. Today, Pence said... He makes no such promise. He cites abortion as a prominent example of Trump drifting away from the party's conservative principles. The sanctity of life, said Pence, has, our party's call, has been our party's calling for half a century, long before Donald Trump was ever part of it. Now he treats it as an inconvenience, even blaming election losses in 2022 on overturning Roe versus Wade. Those remarks, coupled with a rebuke of Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election, represent Pence's most aggressive public repudiation of Trump ever. The president had put himself above the Constitution and asked his vice president to do the same, quote, should never be president of the United States again, is what Pence had to say. McConnell says the military is radically underfunded. Does this open up a more of a rift between him and the House Speaker McCarthy? Well, some say for sure. The Senate Minority Leader saying that the military spending levels established in the new debt limit law escalate an emerging standoff between Senate Republicans and the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. All I can tell you is this particular point. Defense is radically underfunded related to the Chinese threat, and Ukraine probably will need additional assistance, said McConnell. So figuring out how to do this is going to be a challenge, he said. The Republican from Kentucky responding to a question about McCarthy rejecting the possibility of a supplemental aid package for Ukraine. The Speaker flatly said no to the idea when asked about it on Monday. What the Ukraine dam disaster means for the Russian war, well, the destruction of it unleashed a torrent of water on southern Ukraine. We know that. But the other question is what happens when it comes to the war? Who stands to gain from this? Ukraine immediately pointed the finger at Russia, whose forces controlled the dam and parts of the surrounding region. The incident came 48 hours after Moscow claimed Kiev had launched its long-anticipated counteroffensive, and Ukrainian officials and Western military analysts said the timing may not be be a coincidence. And finally today, the Iron Sheik, pro wrestling legend and social media star, has died at the age of 81. He was a pop culture fixture, embraced his role as one of the most notorious villains in the entertainment's genre history. He has died, his team said, at the age of 81. The announcement made the wrestler's popular Twitter feed, which has more than 640 thousand followers the statement did not offer any details of how the man actually died the iron sheik transcended the realm of sports entertainment with quote his larger than life persona incredible charisma unparalleled in-ring skills the captivated audiences around the globe the statement went on to say and that is today's drive at five those are the stories driving headlines on this the seventh day of june 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.